smell something? Put that cookie down! Hello and welcome to the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. I'm Shane. I'm Josh. I'm John Star. We're filmmakers, we're fans, and we are flying high today because we are talking about pilots, plane <laughs> people, people who fly planes. This is the Mighty Motion Plane podcast. Just like Chance's research. Yeah, so it was accurate. All, all my research <laughs> has been correct then. plane models. Uh, no, uh, we're talking <laughs> about TV pilots this week, which is a fascinating thing. I think I feel like we haven't talked enough about, we do a lot of movies, we haven't done quite as much TV. We're skipping out on the television, we're sorry, we lied to you now. Yeah. Wasn't that our second episode, how TV sucks and movies are the win? Pretty much, yeah. and then we, we didn't really stop from there. But, we're, we're biased. But um, I was like, you know, we need to inject a few more TV related things, and TV pilots are a really fascinating part of the TV world. It's not just like these ongoing shows, the pilot, this is like its whole universe thing. So well, has whole... Australia really ever had a pilot season until pilot now? Pilot week on Channel Pilot week 10. is like the oh first, but that's like only like a year old thing, right? It's not even, it's not even like a proper, it's, no, it's, it's, I mean, A, it's a, a lot of horse crap, but um, not. Because yeah, when I saw pilot week and it's a big thing they're advertising, no, I was so confused. I was like, when the fuck did this happen? Is this on normal mm, TV? I mean, or? yeah, so yeah, Channel, Channel 10, 10 are doing pilot don't week and it. they're playing a bunch of, I don't know. And one of their pilot week shows is Drunk History, so it's not oh. a pilot because it's a... Right. Wait, is it actual yeah. Drunk History or is it Australian Drunk History? No, no, no. So it's, it's, it's an Australian adaptation Is that why they also, f- like, finally are, like, releasing The Flash, like, season one on, like, Channel 10 now? Are they? They just are caught they? up to that. That took them a while. It did. It takes them forever, but... Um, anyway. We, uh, yeah, it's, it's, an, it's an interesting thing. Uh, we're, I think we're closer to the uh, British... Format yeah. which isn't as pilot driven. Ameri- pilot driven is very, very, very much American. American. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, Test uh, before you sell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly right. So, uh, but before we get into that, we'll uh, talk about what we always ask: What have you been watching? And Josh, what have you been watching? Oh, Shane, I've been watching. Well, what I've been watching is The Good Wife. Finally started watching The Good Wife. You're a better person than I. I I am. I know it. (laughs) I don't care how many awards you won. Such a good show. It is such a good show already. I am uh, in the ninth episode of the second season now, so I'm still like fairly... Like new into it, but I'm having a blast with it. Christine Baranski is my queen. I just love she's, her. She's the greatest person um, ever. All the characters I just are so interesting and have depth to them. Clinda is one of my other favorites. Clinda, uh, Clinda yeah. is and the best. Season two is one of the best ones. Um, her arc with uh, Scott Porter as well. Yeah, Archie um, Punjabi won an Emmy for season two oh, for supporting that's... actress in a drama series. Yeah. Um, I love that. I think more so, like, and I love like Aaron Sorkin and all that, but I mm. think. The Good Wife is the smartest writing. Oh, the writing on TV. is to a T. The yeah. editing is like the like the best editing on television I've seen. Yeah. Like it just Million does not times. meander. It gets straight to the point. It cross cuts in like and so they do really creative ways. cutting. It's not creative just cross-cuts. functional, yeah, which I think is yeah really beyond cool. functional. Ah, I'm so happy. <laughs> Thank you. Now we can, I can finally talk to Shane about it because he's been wanting me to watch it for ages. Meanwhile, I'll just sit over here twiddling my thumbs. Yes. It's okay. Yeah, we're, This entire episode's been taken over by the Good Wife talk now, <laughs> so sorry, Charles, love it. So welcome to the Mighty Motion Good, good Wife podcast. <laughs> uh, can I ask, did it have a good pilot? It did. It's a strong pilot. It's a strong, it's pilot. A strong pilot. I can, um, just like the opening scene alone, this really sets the tone for it as well. Okay. Uh, do you want to know a fun fact? Because uh, I've got a copy of the original pilot screenplay, and her original surname was Follick, not Floric. That's weird. Which is really weird. It's mm. Alicia Follick, and it just doesn't roll off the tongue as well mm. as Alicia Floric. I think it's uh, weirder because we already know it's Floric, so hearing it as Follick yeah, is yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's As unsettling. someone completely out of the thing, I'd say Floric sounds better. <laughs> it, it, it rolls off the tongue, whereas it does, Follick yeah. is very harsh. It's because you've got Alicia 
Floric. Like it, yeah. I don't. It's it's yeah. something to do with the L placement. Um, and yeah, mm. Alan Cumming as Eli Gold. Just, As Eli oh, Gold. Just amazing. He just comes in and steals every scene. He does. Um, Alicia's brother. I don't know the actor's oh, yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. His, um, his, his really last fun. name's Floric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm useful. Peter, Peter something or other. Yeah. He's like an actor who just reads really gay on the screen, but he's not, I don't believe he's gay in real life, but he plays her brother's gay in the, in the show. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. A, yeah. And, yeah. But yeah. So I've been, um, Trudgling was that. I loved it. And Michael J. Fox in the second season. Whew. His introductory episode is just... Mm, He's the scummiest shift, fucking shifty, lawyer. Shifty lawyer, which I love. And oh, all the judges are just... They, they're different personalities. Like, in, in your opinion... In my, my opinion. opinion. My uh, in my opinion, Your Honor, it is with... Um, I love the one who's like... Uh, he's a very liberal judge, but he tries not to be biased he's like mm. well i don't want you to think i'm biased because i'm a liberal judge so i'm going to judge this way and you're like oh, or the makes- judge is like i'm the youngest judge to ever be appointed on the court <laughs> yeah, and it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's like congratulations your honor <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i so, love and i love when they what's really great as that show goes on is that they pull and they they combine different opposing lawyers with different judges with different lawyers and stuff like they that do. it's just such and a like, great the roster. swapping of the legal teams and this is the rotation of like um like side characters that you get to like build and like grow with and as clients well. too. When clients, clients start yeah. coming back, they do. Um, um, you'll meet. Oh, what's his name? It's the guy who killed his wife. Yes, he, yes. Um, oh, D- you've met Dylan, Dylan Baker. Yeah, uh, no, like the no, actor. No. That's oh, the oh Dylan Baker. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he com- he's he's in it. Like he comes, keeps coming back. Oh, for yes, seven yes. seasons, and then he even comes into the good fight. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, okay, so, sorry. What else? Have you yeah, been? and continuing on, uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. I finally watched that as well. Nice. How do you yeah. like it? I loved it. It's one of my favorite Mission Impossible movies, uh, especially after listening to the Macquarie interview for six hours. That was great. Um, <laughs> the interview longer than the movie. Interview longer than the movie. Am yes. I the only person who hasn't listened to this interview? Probably. Probably uh, now. <laughs> Again, you're alone over there on your little island. <laughs> yeah, that's no, fine. I've got a cat looking um, at my drink. I agree with you on the cinematography. Um, Ellsworth's presence is very missing, but I do like the documentary feel of it, especially I, I, yeah. after McCrory's justification in the yeah. podcast. He I'm did like, it to try and make it feel like a different yes. director, and um, so I like I get that, but I feel I just it. like Ellsworth better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so we did that to make fair. it feel like a different director. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's smart. He did yeah. a lot. He changed his whole core crew in and, order to make uh, yeah. it feel like a different director. Yeah. That's did it. smart. Like composer, everything. I don't think it worked for me, but I think that's really great that he did that. Wait, do you not like it? Oh, no, no, I loved it. Okay. It was like my only complaint was that I could tell it was the same director. Oh, okay. Uh, because of the whole but thing. I wonder I if you hadn't that. been told it was would the same director, would tell? you have been able to tell? Maybe not. There, maybe not. There a thing? Yeah. Anyway, I think, um, too, one of my favorite scenes um, beyond is like when he he mentions in the podcast interview how like the mission always has like a heist or like I thought, and then how he flash forwards to yeah. the idea. And I think that was like a really cool scene. And also just all the characters I love. Like it's, it's fun. And that helicopter chase is just ballsy. Yeah, Tom Cruise is insane. Anyway, that's all I've been watching for this week. Um, what have you been watching, Shane? I'll oh, go to you. Thank you first. for asking, Josh. Yeah. Uh, I so I watched I watched the first episode of the animated series Disenchantment on Netflix, which is Ooh, like Graining's yes. new yeah. one. Um I, I I wanted to like it a bit more because I love the fantasy setting and the animation's really gorgeous. It's just it's a it's a pilot from a guy who wrote like a twenty minute, like a nineteen to twenty two minute network half hour to a 35 minute mm. long thing. There's just a lot of breathing room in it. And I feel okay. like it's nowhere near as tight as it could have been. Cause yeah. there's a lot of stuff that he needs those restrictions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the team like worked in network TV too long. So maybe. Netflix, yeah. 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 And they just want like, we just want it to run forever. And I'm like, oh, that's probably not a good idea. There's a reason why 22 minutes became <laughs> the, the Simpsons is so stale and gross. And, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but it was like, it's good. I like the characters. I want to see where it goes. So I'm going to keep watching it. Actually, um, yeah. Does anyone here still watch the Simpsons? I and mean, can we say no, whether disenchantment no. is 
better than uh, New Simpsons or not. I think it's better than New Simpsons purely out of the, the animation's better. I think the animation is And plus really it has more good. Futurama team on it. Than yeah. Simpsons. yeah. And it a lot feels, of the Futurama feels voices. far more Futurama than it does Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there is one episode, skipping ahead to what I've been watching, uh, that is straight out of Futurama. I'm oh, like, really? oh, you replace these characters. This is a Futurama episode. Ah, uh, right. Um, I also saw a movie called The Darkest Minds, which is like a YA yes, adaptation. Yes, yeah, how was that? Uh, it's getting trashed pretty badly in the press, but I actually had fun. Like, I had as much fun as I did with The Maze Runner, and I think what's really cool is it's a YA mm. movie directed cool. by a woman of colour starring a woman of colour. Cool. Um, and there's cool there's kids with telekinetic powers. I mean, how yeah. am I not going to... This is just like my crack cocaine. It's I found it fun. It's like a little... We've seen it a few times before. The dialogue's a little CWE, yeah. but like that's all. Of I mean, them. if that's, you like, if you like the CW, yeah, Flash like, it's, like it's, 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 I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I watched Ocean's Eleven, the original one from 1960. You're welcome. I, oh, I fucking hated it. It's a shit movie, right? It's a really bad it's movie. Perfe- it's the perfect formula they for remaking. In, they sit in rooms, talk on the phone, and then do they nothing. They do not like this. Hey, movie they also have a camp at one time. This movie's like two hours long, and sorry, no, it's like an hour fifty, and they do not let you know that there is a it is a heist movie mm-hmm. until after the first hour of the movie and i just found it really and this heist is really slow and yeah boring, and, I mean, and it's um, just like a safe Clooney um was talking about in interviews like back um when he's remaking it as well they're like oh how do you feel about remaking such like a like a classic masterpiece and he's like masterpiece this piece of shit it's perfect for remaking he was <laughs> yeah. so adamant that it was bad and but that's what like, you do like so easy that's the greatest formula great for a remake, template right just, mm. yeah um and then i watched john carter finally uh which of mars yeah john mm. but it's oh, just really? called john yeah, carter yeah, yeah. Called so john it's on carter. i mostly liked it the yeah. first like 20 minutes are a little bit incomprehensible mm. and they deal with exposition it's not enjoyable. the best way but it's really fun Taylor Kish is really good mm. and really good looking, and <laughs> he's without shirt for a lot of the movie, so I'm not well, complaining. Well, I get but that. Not Usually, it's really really cool. Um, uh, I had fun with it. I just I think like I had to actually rewind the first ten minutes of it just to get my head around what was who was where in the timeline of things. Yes, yeah, that's probably not a yeah. great sign. But I, I like I thought it was it's a bit it's, messy, but it's, it's fun. A, yeah, messy but fun. Mm. I think is a really mm. good way. Anyway, what have you been watching, Chancellor? Uh, so I, due to us doing pilot week, I decided to watch a few pilots. On Netflix, so I Correct. watched uh, Disenchantment as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I binge the whole series though, and I will <laughs> say it does get better. The um the rest of the series is each episode is much shorter than the pilot. Oh, when we were watching, I was like, "Fuck, this pilot feels like forty minutes." And then I looked <laughs> at the time, and I'm like, "So close." <laughs> but yeah, every episode after that's around twenty five uh, to thirty. Oh, uh, so much better there. The jokes get a lot funnier, but it is very much a serialized season because. Uh, both Disenchantment and Final Space, which are two animated series on Netflix, which have been uh, greenlit for two seasons. And so that's why uh, Disenchantment came up as part one. They're really trying to get oh, into okay. the adult cartoon world. Yeah. And and I think Disenchantment definitely did it better than Final Space because I also binge watched all of Final Space. <laughs> and Final Space was... Odd because its whole style and the whole way it acts, it acts much funnier than it is. Oh, it's really? like, oh, look, I'm the, it got this whole thing about cookies. And at no time, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> where, where, where are you going with this? Right. There's a cat called Avocado uh, and he's got a son called Little Cardo. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. But then it also is very much serialized and it has some really dramatic moments. But because it's been acting like it's funny the whole time, when the dramatic moment's going to come, I'm not sold. Having no way. Yeah. I'm yep. like, oh, I, I don't. 
Like maybe if you were actually funny when you had those funny moments and you weren't trying so hard, I would have found this funnier, but, or I would have found this more impactful. There's only one joke in the whole series. That's a continuing joke that got me every time, which was uh, all the male characters keep doing this pouty face where like (laughs) all all the background goes all glowy and like the hair blows back and their lips are pursed. Oh yeah. Like a, like a Magnum kind of. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's like, and they keep on bringing it up and it's the only joke that never died for me. I was like, Uh, ah, it's still good. It is still great. Um, but yeah, but both of them, I don't think are as good as they could have been. Uh, disenchantment, disenchantment is definitely better. And I'm very interested to see where it goes with the second season. Whereas final space could have ended there. Oh, really? In fact, it kind of acted like it did. Spoiler alert for the last episode of Final Space, even though every single episode is building up to the fact that it's all over. Mm-hmm. It, it like ends, the credits go over the last image, which is 20 seconds of the main character dying. What? And oh. then what? Right, it's literally like two frames of a light comes on and he starts to get sucked up and then it's over. Jesus. If I if I didn't know there was a Oh, dying in space. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I knew there if I didn't know there was a green light for the second season, I would have assumed like sitting there watching going, "Okay, cool, the series is over." That was pretty good. Yeah. It was okay. I survived. Yeah. Um other than that, uh, I also watched um something on Netflix. It was another it clearly wasn't a very good pilot because I don't remember it. <laughs> so so bad pilots. Bad well, pilots. that's what we've been watching. So we're going to take a, a quick break and we'll be back with our main discussion on television pilots. We'll see you in just a bit. And welcome back. So we're talking about pilots now. So what is a pilot? And it's a man who flies a plane, man or woman, let's not. Not that type of pilot. Or non-binary oh, person. <laughs> I'm going to have to change my top ten. A television pilot is usually either a presentation or a test of a potential concept or like premise of a show. Um, that usually cr- the creators or the directors um, pitch to networks or or whatever, like any studios that they if they say Netflix now, they probably t- do more series orders, but like, yeah, yeah it just be network based. And the term comes from like pilot light, pilot yeah. thing, it's mm-hmm. the starter kind of a thing. Yes. Um, it's very, it's a very American invention because I think a lot of Britain was like commission <laughs> a show, you do the show. Mm-hmm. Um, networks will typically commission a pilot based on a script or a pitch that's sold mm-hmm. and they test it, they decide which pilots are then ordered to series and then which ones aren't. And then often pilots are reshot. This actually happens with like they'll like a pilot and then they reshoot it with a different cast. So people may not know this, but Smallville. Oh my oh. god! So Martha Kent. So I've I've seen the unaired pilot. I can't remember how I got to see it. The it's literally like ninety percent all the same. The only difference is they recast Martha Kent. Oh. Well. As so someone they, who actually looked, because the original so pilot was like a hot young blonde woman, <laughs> and it just doesn't read well, and so they got like a more motherly type. Actress. So they got the woman who played who Lois Lane in Superman Three. Oh, really? Did yeah, she she's, do that? Yeah. Oh, I don't know because cool. I watched uh, the Superman Three after watching Smallville, and Same, as soon as right? she came yeah. in, I was, I was like, like, "I'm like, Whoa. What? Uh. Well, is Superman about to bang his mom? Because this is weird. <laughs> it's all and connected. Holy shit! Yeah." Uh, but and those it, are usually broadcast pilots as well. Yeah, broadcast yeah. pilots. So, and what happens is, in like the streaming day and age, the the pilot kind of thing's almost non-existent because a lot of the time they just commission a show straight to series. Yeah, because I, yeah. I I had I hadn't done any research, obviously, and I was going to ask <laughs> whether Netflix is kind of killing the pilot thing because I know that Final Space and Disenchantment both ordered for two they, seasons. They kill the commissioning of a pilot then to wait and see if it goes to series. Which I kind of think that's a good thing because then you don't have that problem where cast change over and you have to reshoot or that. Like so, uh, famously, New Girl and Happy Endings. Mm. Um, the 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 mm. Wayans guys in both, and he drops out after the pilot. And New Girl on like a line of dialogue. Oh, he's off to somewhere else. And we got another black guy. 
to fill in the space for the minority that we need to cater to. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, it, like yeah. sometimes it makes you more aware of the process of it. Um, but what happens is uh, the streaming com- companies will still usually go off the strength of a pilot script. So you can't really okay. just pitch an idea and then get it commissioned unless you're like Shonda Rhimes yeah, or yeah, Ryan yeah. Murphy who can just walk in and get like a, you know, yeah, what proven, is it? like a nine-figure deals for the both of them for Netflix. That'll, that will, I can't wait for those deals to come through because that'll change. Especially Ryan Murphy's one, just because Ryan Murphy does such out there stuff. Whereas I've seen yeah. Shonda Rhimes sort of unveiled her slate of films, mm. and it's interesting. But it's it's like it's it it feels a little more. Um, she has she has a proven template that yeah. studio like networks yeah, yeah, love. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not a commissioner. So what's the function of a pilot in relation to the rest of a show? It's Usually to set it up. It's, it's set up the premise of the show, introduce characters, introduce the concepts of running themes. Um, yeah, it's usually just to test the grounds. And, and it usually gives like a template for what an episode of the show is going to feel yeah. like. Maybe what the comedy or the concepts are going to carry across. Especially in the feel of the show. Procedurals and sitcoms are mm-hmm. big yep. on the yep. pilot. So that's yep. why they're still sort of alive and well in the network. And generally, Thanks. directors of pilots are like the only director that's important because, yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, "All right, here's how the show is." Yeah, and they usually get I a do. famous person yeah. to do it. So I know, like, Justin Lin directed the pilot of Scorpion. Oh, right. Um, and then it was all downhill from there. But uh, uh, what yeah. happened? Well, here's a fun fact: is because they do that to get a director to do the pilot, so then it's like names attaching famous names. But fun fact: if you direct a pilot of a show, you're paid for every subsequent episode, even if you never direct another episode mm-hmm. of that show. So the guy it's who the directed dream. the pilot of Friends <laughs> is rolling in it. Or Will yeah. and Grace. We'll see. What's fun is Will and Grace was directed. Same direct uh, James Burroughs directed every single episode of Will and Grace. Oh, which really? Doesn't nice. happen. Yeah, yeah, like over a hundred now, and he's directing the new one. Like it's well, kind of crazy, and he's directed a couple of Friends and a couple of stuff. That's, so he's that's sort of, cool. You can carry his voice across the entire yeah. Of the show I mean, like I mean, it's a sitcom, so it's not like you have. There's not as much of. Uh, sorry, it's a multi cam. Yeah. It's a multi cam sitcom, so it's not like the not oh, The like, voice you know. comes through as much in those yeah, kind of sure. things. Um. So also the inciting incident, especially if it's like a, mm. a, a serialized thing, so Breaking yeah. Bad. It's you have cancer. Yeah. I or, need to cook meth. Oh, with like usually the inciting incident for like a whole season arc, so like the office in both the British and the, or not more, more in the American one because it's actually a pilot, but like how they're going to let staff go in the office. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. I, sorry, I just remember that. Like, yeah, um, basically the entire season one is basically the entire British show condensed into one season. Yeah. And then it goes off in its own tangent. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the serialized pilots, they have to have a really strong hook and leave you wanting yeah. more of the story so oftentimes they'll leave the the more serialized stuff will end on a massive cliffhanger game of thrones still the only episode of game of thrones i've seen really was the pilot. Oh, yeah. and that wasn't a compelling enough cliffhanger no it was <laughs> and that's why i didn't watch any of it because i was Fair like enough. fuck off i don't have time to deal with cliffhangers right now well, you're only a year away from being able to watch all of it exactly, are you, go- are you what... going to watch oh all no of absolutely it? once oh. the once but the year so much spoiled now yeah i know it's so all of the best moments of that show are so much in the public zeitgeist. Um, also, the pilot has to resolve its own plot. That's the to hard feel complete, part. which is so it's, yeah. Well, um, what make well that'll segue us in. What makes a bad pilot? Oh, it's like usually like like you said, it doesn't resolve its own plot. It's like just lack of 
Um, Kimmy, I don't know. Does it like a style? I don't know. Well, for I me, f- like Parks and Rec was a bad. Parks and Rec's first season yeah, is it's, uh, awful, yeah, the entire first season genuinely bad. awful. Um, I think what problem is is that sometimes when there's two, it, it's usually like because pilots are such a precarious balance. You uh, a bad pilot has too much plot. It's got to go to this place and go to this place mm-hmm. and go to this place and go to this place, and you're like, can we just stop and find out who everyone is? Yeah, it's thrown too um, much. So too much plot, not enough character. Mm-hmm. Then also you can go the other way, and there's too much character and not enough plot. I'm right. trying to think of an example. I can't really quite. Yeah, but what, you, what you always need is like in really anything is proper motivation for the character and the plot, and like the balance of two. So yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a really thin line to dance, and it's, and a lot of pilots uh, often get bogged down in exposition. Yeah, um, especially in the genre pilots. Like if mm-hmm. it's a space show and you have to set up how this world functions, there's a whole bunch of like news reports. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just it's like the go-to yeah. thing, like post-apocalyptic. Like, yeah, I was I was just it's thinking like, of all the Netflix post-apocalyptic shows where they're like, they "Here's think, a news report." Yeah, exactly. Only three percent of the population. Oh, what is it? Is it three percent the Netflix one? Yeah, yeah, that I never watched. It's always like that. Yeah, it's always three percent like that rainfall one. But like, I mean, for those types of science science fiction stuff, you need to present like your ideas and what's going on in the world through action. Like, you need to like exposition yeah. through action is the best way yeah. to do it. Oh, 100%. Or yeah. exposition through, because The Good Wife is such an exposition heavy show, and yet they always do it through character. So yeah. a character will be delivering exposition mm-hmm. whilst doing something specific to them. And so you're getting mm-hmm. you're getting a two for one deal. You're getting your exposition, but you're getting a sense of a character at the same time. You are. Which, it's which is really clever. Um, Equal opportunity growth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, no clear hook is a mm. bad thing. I get if you're doing, I think, I still think this is one of the problems. There was a show called Looking on HBO, which was just supposed to be the gay sex in the city. But um, Isn't sex in the city, the gay sex in the city? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was just basically like gay guys in San Francisco and this is their life. It was like a slice of life thing. But the problem right. is, is that the show doesn't have any real engine Oh, driving. was the city the character too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The city is the We all know character. San Francisco has no personality. No, it's yeah. got the most. It's all. It's popping. Um, but really? especially in comedies, having no hook is good. And that's why I think like something like 30 Rock, I don't think it's a great pilot, but I think it really establishes the hook is the relationship between Jack and Liz. Yeah. And yeah. they're back and forth and how she tries to live her life. He tries to meddle. She pushes back. And that, that back and forth is really the backbone of the entire show. And I, when I rewatched it a couple of months or like last mm-hmm. year, I think, I really got the sense of that, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's the backbone yeah, shot. And I, they actually really put that in the pilot, which I thought was really yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I agree with Seinfeld's that. an interesting pilot like that because it <laughs> yeah. pretty much only has the hook, but it works. What was the hook? What is the, oh, the, the, it, it, it's the a stand-up stand comedian and how he gets his material. And that that pretty much dies off by the end of the series, but in that first episode, it is so formulaic. It is starts with a bit. Shows how he got that bit. Shows the how the next bit will start. Then it shows the next bit. Bit being a comedy bit, obviously. Yeah. And then it shows how he got that bit. And then it shows a bit more that like ties it off. And then it shows the final punchline joke. I've tried Seinfeld like three times, and I cannot. I've tried. I've gotten past the pilot and gotten in a couple of episodes, and I'm just like, I don't. I get nothing think, out you know, of this. I think you need to like with Seinfeld. You need to dive into like a really great episode, like all time great, and then you can. But see, I've I've seen the it. one that everyone cites as uh, the all time um, great, which is the bet. Yeah, the bet. Yeah, and I I didn't like it. I was just like, okay, they're not joking off. It's it's not that hard, you know. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, also one thing I really hate, and this is specific to me, it's when shows really cram in the case of the week thing, mm. especially oh, in a yeah. show that doesn't 
shouldn't have a case of the week thing. Um, it's what really bugs me about Lucifer. Oh, is Lucifer a case Lucifer of the week Lucifer is a case of the week. I believe it has a, as opposed to like CSI or something like that. I, it has yeah, because I, I've only heard about it serialized arc. Everyone's yeah, talking about it. Yeah, it has a strong mm. but it's like he gets with a cop and then he helps her solve crimes because he can like compel people <clears> to <throat> explain what their deepest desires are. But I watched right. like three episodes and I was like, oh yeah, this is like, solve a case, next one, solve a case, next one. I'm just like, no. They did it with um, Shadowhunters too. So the TV series of Shadowhunters. Oh, yeah. Based on these YA, the YA books. books yeah. And they turned it. One of these characters is not now no longer like he works in an antique store in the books. He's like a cop. And they solve cop cases around. And I'm just like, what? You're trying to shoehorn this format that has that died when the when the Sopranos ended. That is when the the procedural essentially died. Wait, never seen the Sopranos. Is the Sopranos a procedural? No, the Sopranos. The oh, Sopranos okay. was like. Oh, it was like sort of the magnum opus of yeah. serialized television. Gotcha. Um, I believe also, though, that the Sopranos has a lot more uh, uh, procedural elements to it, at least to begin with, because oh, okay. they, you know, it was really early on. But like HBO essentially killed the procedural. Yeah, is yeah. what happened. Game of Thrones is like you know. Game of Thrones isn't a case of the week. I think in the first episode, how the kid what fell out the playing? window. <laughs> the next one is like, no, who killed the wed- red wedding? I only know oh, hot keywords for Game of oh, Thrones. The Minority Report TV show did this as well. And oh, I just, yeah. I the threw it yeah. out the window because yeah, yeah. it's like, let's solve a case this week. <laughs> and they keep doing it with really good concept. My um, There was one called uh, Almost Human, which is like an androids helping whoa, cops whoa, whoa. out thing. Hmm. Almost Human was a procedural? Yes. It was what a the let- fuck? <laughs> it's there's so and if it's a network show, no, that, that one actually surprised me. Just so you know, if, so even the Wait, even the shows were procedural. <laughs> even the Good Wife is a procedural. But what was really mm. clever about that is this: it's serialized by stealth. There's yeah. like this oh, yeah. plot that you think is just oh, it's character coloring, but no, it fucking it's, comes it's back funny. in there when they. Want. I was I was watching it, and my dad came in. And he's like, he's like, so should you just just win every case? I'm like, no. They lose. It's 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 gonna. You can't just like view it for five seconds and be like, oh, it's, it's this. I understand why you think that. But no, yeah. it's much deeper than what you think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's really clever. Um, so what makes a good pilot or a great pilot? The opposite of everything we just <laughs> said. In opposition to what we were saying. Yes. Yeah. Great hook. Great. Character. I mean, a sense of. I think one of the things with because we're talking about how difficult a pilot is it's the sense of a complete story told mm. that also sets the ball rolling for a larger story and smaller stories to play out mm. from that yeah i think really efficient character setups yeah i remember in the office like um just how different michael scott is to um the, the, the whole show. first season like, of that show is so dry it is dry because because it, it's, it's still- the british one <laughs> It's it's still like, but still, Microsoft is still growing into his own character. I can see where oh. he could become, and mm. like it's re- still refreshing in that aspect, in character aspect. Yeah, but in story, it's like oh, it's familiar. But- and the Good Wife is great for character setups. Just every time they want to introduce a character, they do it in the nanosecond. And I'm amazed because I tried to try and write like that, and I can't. I'm like, how the fuck are they doing it so well? They get just, really good just actors get as well. Robert and Michelle King and shake them by the yeah. shoulders. And like, yeah, the I want to know what they were feeding their writers in that writers' room because every show they've created has that same trait of really yeah. good character work. And and they've swapped staffs, so it has to be them. It has to be them that are doing they it. They must just, like, the first day, they set up a Bible or a mantra, or they set this thing up, and they're like, this is what you do, you do, do, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, setting up the force of opposition is also really, mm-hmm. really important, yeah, I definitely. think. Um, that's why, I think, again, looking kind of, because there's no, there's nothing really 
pushing back against the character's action. So you're just going to see a guy do stuff mm. the <laughs> end. And that's why it kind of falls flat. Um, and I, I am personally a big fan of it has to have like a really great, strong ending. Yeah. It really just makes you go, fuck, where's the next one? Why can't I binge it? So like, and that's why like Game of Thrones, I think that was one of the big successes of Game of Thrones because the first episode's quite dry and long and exposition heavy and not a lot of action except for like the the, the teaser at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. With like the, you know. That's what yeah, it, it begins with a teaser that- and then it ends with a cliffhanger and you're like, I need to know. Yeah. What it is. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, um, Michael Shaw got a lot better with pilots in terms of um, Brooklyn Nine-Line and um, The Good Place, especially because- The Good I, Place is really if, clever. If pilot, I had yeah. to watch that, because like, thankfully when I started watching it, the first season was like mostly out. So if I had to watch that like week by week as it was without like the other episodes, I would like be like stressing hardcore because I feel like that hook yeah. was so good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, so writing pilots, have you guys written, I have to ask, have you guys tried writing or concepted or pre-written pilots at all? Uh, not pilot, like essentially just like long-term stuff, but nothing like in real pilots. I'm just trying to get there though. So I've written two. Yeah. I thought it'd be really interesting to try and talk, because we haven't talked, uh, writing's another thing we haven't yeah, really talked about writing, on this show. And it's a big get a, part of filmmaking. Yeah, really big part. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of challenges and strategies and stuff to do with writing pilot. I think. One of the things is you have to kind of, when you have to be efficient and you can only do it in like 40 to 50 pages, the problem is, and this is my big problem, is that both of my parts fall really hard into cliches because mm. they're the quickest route to an idea. Yeah. yeah. And so I found, so I wrote um, one procedural and one serialized pilot. My procedural was just this fun idea I had about like, um, uh, she's like a cop. It's set in a world where like demons have, like people are aware of the existence of demons and yeah. humans can make deals with demons that turns them into a witch and they get some powers and the demon gets some benefit from the, the, the bond or whatever. And it's basically like solving cases, but then also on the side trying to find her missing daughter mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I have the quirky medical examiner, like, like <laughs> it's yeah. just like a really quick route to me. And I like, I hated that I wrote that, but I was just like, I have to write this. Uh, it's, but you find it, it's, it's such an odd kind of a thing managing act breaks is also really hard yeah especially if you're right so a lot of network shows write they call it writing to an act break and so you'll see in like a lot of shows when you're binging on netflix and it cuts to black and then starts again yeah that's like that big build up um the emotional climax the act breaks and that's big in american tv that you have to kind of write to them yeah it's like your free um yeah yeah and i did that in both so my serialized one was like a chef's cooking yeah yeah like friday night lights but with chefs yeah um and i i had to write to the act breaks but that one was like a long pilot uh whereas i went for like a network length for the supernatural procedural and then the other one was kind of had to be like a cable one and so i kind of was like more pages and I found myself, my idea was really thin <laughs> and I had to kind of like fill it out with stuff and fill it out with characters. So yeah, I- I've only ever conceptualized the pilot and I've never written it because I realized how stupid it was. Like the moment I came <laughs> up with the idea, which is, I'm sure I've told you this idea. It was a Seinfeld procedural sort of thing where- uh, Was this the breakouts? No, 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 no. The, the breakouts was the thing I wrote when I applied for QUT, uh, <laughs> which was the idea that every- sitcom has a breakout character and they're usually the character that everyone loves and everyone wants to be like so you've got sheldon cooper you've got kramer you've got latka from taxi and it was like four joey from friends joey from friends so it was four different breakout characters who all live together um and then eventually i ended up realizing that's exactly what the young ones is 
Is it? Yeah. I haven't seen the other Like, one. straight up. And I didn't realize until, like, years later. So no, no, no the, the one I uh, came up with was... um. Well, I remember, uh, sorry, just really quick. I remember reading part of that script and a guy throws a toaster at another guy. Yeah, yeah he hits that. him in the face. Yeah, that was the stupid character. The stupid breakout. Um, but yeah, there, there was a, the, the procedural Seinfeld where it was a um, observational comedian who solves crimes using observational <laughs> comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this not a thing? Please, please, web series. We have to. Holy yeah, shit. Holy that. shit. That is amazing. You heard it today, guys. And it'll be it'll be like available and so no one can copyright it. It's copyrighted. Yes, we said it first. Done. Trademark next episode. Um, I think also the uh, hard thing is zeroing in on a protagonist, especially if you've got like a more ensemble-centric show. So my yep. chef's show was a little bit more team-based. The cop one was very clear. The lady mm-hmm. was the, the lead and all that kind of stuff. But in the chef's pilot, I had to kind of manage. There was like a... The team leader, and I kind of had to yeah, make him. I, I thought it was the team leader who was the. Yeah, and I kind of had to make him a little more of a generic guy, and the other ones had to kind of fill in the character around him because then you're like, you need someone who's like on the level, so then you can kind of bounce the more extremes around him, right? Um, and it's really weird. Uh, and then also technically, like, so something like How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, Viola Davis is the lead of that show, but the kids are technically the protagonists. It's mm-hmm. a really weird balance that has like a that's a really strong pilot in terms of how they do that and how they set up that flashback thing um also managing exposition because your scenes and running time are so thin you basically have to set up and and if you're doing a pilot or a genre pilot you have to set up a whole world in such a tiny amount of time and it always leans on exposition heavy moments you have Mm. the person walking up and saying what's going on here oh have you heard about the thing and there's people talking like they wouldn't do. And so I'm always a little, having written them, I'm always a little more forgiving of pilots in shows that take the time. Cause I'm like, it's, it's hard. Like it is really not easy to do this. Um, so yeah, I think that's a pretty good place to end out. Anything yeah. else on pilots? Um, JJ no. Abrams is real good at it. It's he's the very only good. thing yeah. he's good at is setting stuff up. Yeah. And then not never finishing, finishing through. Yeah, um, that's fine. I love but- the, I love the fringe. I remember, Lost came out, and that was like everyone. Oh, lost it was great. Like yeah, the, the biggest thing. I remember not loving the pilot, but I was intrigued. Well, that's because he crashed the plane. But I'm dish. Y'all welcome. Oh god. Uh, but I remember loving the Fringe pilot, and that Fringe, was, yeah. At the time, yeah. Fringe was the most expensive pilot of all time, and they spent and and they deliberately leaked it on mm. the torrent sites to get people into mm. it to watch oh, it. Smart. Like it was this really, JJ Abrams is always at the forefront of like this weird viral marketing that goes against. We all saw Cloverfield. Yes, we did. We did. Yeah. And then we all <laughs> saw 10 <laughs> Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> and then we all so, saw the Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Fun times. Anyway, so I thought we'd go into our top five and top five pilots, I think would be a really See, this thing. is a nice easy one this week. I'm liking it. Really? I was kind of going through and I'm like, oh shit, but that's a good pilot. Was, but then is it a good, like, I was, it was challenging for me, but I, I guess I watched like a shit ton of shows. Yeah. yeah. It was Whereas much. I don't watch that much TV anymore. So I was like, so easy. Yeah. I'll start mine off because okay. I bet I have the shortest. Okay. Sure. Go. First off, I've got dishonorable mention. I've only got one. It's the Life on Mars remake. <laughs> oh, I remember that. A dishonorable mention. Oh, I remember it is that. What terrible. Two thousand nine. Uh, no, no, it was when I was still in high school. So it was. Two, it, no, everybody it, hates Christmas still. It, it was two thousand. Yeah, it was yeah. the same year as everyone hates Chris. Because it, it was, I think it was two thousand and seven that the pilot came 2007, out. Two thousand and seven, because that was when I was working at the video store and we got the pilot disc with all the pilots cool. on it. Yeah. The pilot is the fucking worst. And it, this was right after I'd watched the um the English one, and yeah, it was yeah. like they even cast people 
who didn't suit the character but looked like the character <laughs> from the U- uh, from the English one. Right. Yeah. And it, it's all setting on the hook and it makes it look like a comedy mm. rather than like a procedural drama about a, a cop who gets yeah. sucked into the 70s. I, I the, the following TV series is much better. And mm. keep in mind, I hate that series. Mm-hmm. It ends the most stupid way ever. <laughs> but <laughs> fuck, that pilot was yeah. the worst. Yeah. All I remember is like besides the like the the, the um, premise of the story, I just remember the cinematography looking really ugly. Yeah, it, yes. it, it was a gray. It was it was very gray, and I think that they mm. went for very gray because it's the seventies. Yeah, but it's the English not one wasn't it. gray, and it was great. Um, <laughs> so onto my top five. Uh, yep. Number five is Monk. Monk, yeah. I oh, loved yeah. the Monk pilot because it set up everything so perfectly. Yeah. It set up the idea of the, of the uh, wife at the very start and then it had its procedural thing and then it ends, you know, with more yeah. wife stuff. So that was excellent. Number four is technically cheating because I don't really think it was part of the whole pilot thing, but what it did was so impressive. We can include first episodes. Excellent. Shows. Doctor yeah. Who, 2005. Nice. Yeah, Rose. Yeah, Rose, what it did Rose, was yeah. it needed to happen that way. And it was so perfectly a continuation and a remake at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, we a all know where that's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we all know where that series ended up going and hopefully it comes comes back soon. Yeah. <laughs> to, to good. I'm good excited graces. for the J.D. Whitaker. Oh, absolutely. I'm yeah. excited for Chris Chibnall. I'm, mm. I'm just excited to fucking get rid of yeah, Stephen, Stephen, Stephen Moffat. Moffat. Yeah. Um, number three is Glee. Because mm-hmm. oh, the pilot that. of Glee it's a really blew strong. me the fuck away. Such a strong pilot. Especially the ending, Don't yeah. Stop Believing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The first season was so great. And it was the worst DVD purchase I ever made because, you know, <laughs> the rest of the season happened. The series happened. So yeah. 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 now I've just got one season of Glee sitting in my DVD shelf. That's what I've got too. I've got, <laughs> I've got one season. But it's, it's season one, I, I still argue, is a really strong oh, season. it is fantastic. And I've watched it again recently. It is great. Yeah. Uh, my uh, number two is Arrested Development. Yep. Okay. I think that's a great pilot. I think it's good, but I think that show only, to me, the greatness of that show is in the com- is in the whole of the show, not an in individual episode. With the exception of the Martin Short episode, but that might just be because Martin Short is my favorite. It is just because of Martin <laughs> Short. Um, I feel like maybe Arrested Development is such a great pilot looking back on it, knowing the rest of the show, yeah. because of the way those writers write and how yeah. they bring everything in together. And my number one is totally me being biased, but it's Futurama. Yes. Okay. I yes. love the Futurama pilot. I, know, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, you Pilot 3000 or Futurama. I need to yeah. watch that show from beginning yeah. to end. But- you do, and so do I, but you can't. it's not on any streaming services in Australia anymore. Uh, you have to buy it on DVD. You have to buy it, and it's about $160 for the entire DVD set, mm-hmm. and I'm just waiting for it to go down oh, and price Oh, mate, you're somewhere. shopping at the wrong places. I'll, yeah, I'll look for less than that. Okay, please yeah, do. Yeah, we could find it. And then we can all watch it together, because I have been yeah. hankering to watch Futurama. Yeah. I have actually been rewatching it, like, not recently, recently, like, Maybe mm. end of last year I started rewatching it again, but I need to like sit down and binge it. Yeah, because that, that's that. a that's a great show that you can watch that you can watch beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so for me, I've got my honorable mentions. I talked about it before, but The Good Wife. Um, mm-hmm. I like because a lot of it's like a procedure, and they're still kind of finding their feet visually. That show does that. The mm-hmm. pilot doesn't have a strong visual sense. Oh, also, but- I love um how like this is your office, and then the following the rest of the seasons like this is your different office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. Funny. Um, but the opening scene in that show is mm-hmm. sets up the idea of what that show is, and that carries through all the way to and the And how end. it centers, like, her husband's, like, the 
the main player like mm. that's like carrying like the ideas of like how everyone treats her but it's centered entirely on her yeah that yeah. scene it's the scene you've seen a hundred times it's the press release the guy talking mm. about his scandal except instead of focusing on the talking it's zeroing in on her mm. next to him mm-hmm. and that's like the entire idea of the show encapsulated in like a single okay. couple yeah. of images it's really really yeah, it's strong beautiful. Yeah. Uh, black mirror Yes, and I think I, I was wondering whether we could include because, Black Mirror. I, not because, like, like I mean, just a good episode and everything. But I think it's a strong part because if you can sit through that, <laughs> you can sit through <laughs> demanding the prime minister fuck a pig. Mm. You know, it's just such a great fuck you opening and of it, a part of a show. Hold I think up, I remember distinctly when I wanted to watch Black Mag- uh, Black Mirror. You were Black like, Mag- start with season three. <laughs> no, I no, I said don't start with season no, no. three. Oh, okay. Because what happens is. A lot of people were going on, and Netflix was just starting them on the uh, yeah, Netflix it season. Starts, it goes season of, three, season one, season two, and right what? now I think it's season three, season four, season one, season yeah, two. Yeah, and season one mm-hmm. pilot is really, really strong. So yeah, and I love how because it opens literally opens with like uh, darkness, heat. The premise is waking up. You don't know what's going on. He doesn't know what's going on. It's a perfect like introduction to everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I've got on. Justified. Justified. Yeah. Uh, Justified is a really strong pilot because the 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 novel that it's based on is the pilot. Okay. To a team. And then the mm. show was an expansion on that. So it's a really mm. clever thing. It sets up all these really great characters. And as an arc to the end season, it's really strong. Mm-hmm. Sherlock, Study in Pink, yep. is a really good yeah. fucking oh, pilot. Absolutely. Fleabag has one of the yeah. best yeah. opening jokes ever. Uh, Scorpion, as I mentioned, it's a really fucking good pilot. And the entire rest of that show is a steaming dumpster fire. Mm. <laughs> it's really bad. That pilot was so strong. Uh, Miranda which is a British show, and I think the British do this really well, is that that show is a great episode of that show. It's not, like, a great for a pilot. It's just a, it's an episode of the show, and it feels there and complete already to begin with. Um, and then last on honourable mentions is Desperate Housewives. Yep. That oh, was yeah. iconic. Fuck, yeah. It was a fucking iconic show, and to do these kind of weird tonal shifts that it does. So my top five. Number five is Heroes. Yeah, that yeah. was one of the best pilots. It was so fucking good. It was epic. We were like, we've never seen. That was kind of the start of the Game of Thrones thing, of the big oh, epic yeah. v- storytelling It was on the, the most TV. exciting thing for me as like, oh, like, right. in that time. Like, this is the marketing. Like, I want to rewatch like, that show. I really, really want to rewatch that show. I, I own of, them all. And one of the actors shows up in the Meg as well. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, at number four is Glow. I think it's a really written pilot because it both has, we were talking about what needs to have a complete story in and of itself. Mm. But on top of that, it needs to set up all your characters, set up what the format of the show is going to be like. And most shows will, they'll get one really good and the others kind of lackluster. Glow is a really perfect balance as far as the writing goes. Number three is Smallville. I think that is just so much fun. That is such a fun part. I remember seeing that pilot when it was aired on TV for the first time. It was, was, again, so exciting. I think Smallville and Heroes were both just like, oh, please. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Number two is is an unaired pilot that didn't get picked up to series, so most people won't know this one. It's called 17th Precinct. Oh, I should have known this would be part of yours. Yeah, (laughs) Um, it's by the guy who created Battlestar Galactica. Um, I can't remember his name. He's now running Outlander, and he did this show. It's basically a procedural show but it's set in a world where magic runs everything and it's a fucking great pilot. And I lament the fact that that never got turned into a show because it is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And then my number one, and this would be no surprise if you ever heard me talk, is the newsroom. I think yeah. the newsroom is the strongest pipe because the newsroom pilot, you could watch that on its own and never watch the rest of the show and it's perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of season one was also perfect and it's such a great opening scene, great character moments. Character introductions are really good. We you know when Jim walks in and he trips on the bag. Like it's just, it's 
fucking brilliant. So that's that's my top five. Josh, what's cool. your pick? So my um, top five and honorable mentions does include um, Heroes because yeah, I think that was just so amazingly mind blown to me uh, at the time and still is. I think that first season was really solid as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember dropping off in the later seasons, but I think the pilot in the first season was just save the cheerleader, save the world. Exactly. Yeah, it was just like a simple idea. Um, number four is Banshee. I don't think any of you have seen it. Um, Banshee. Oh, Banshee. Banshee. I thought you said Banji. Yeah, and I'm same. like, what's Banji? Yeah, Banjo. Banjo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Banji, um, no, I haven't seen that. Banji is like, like, the fight choreography in that show is on like crack cocaine because it's See, insane. all the posters make me think it's like a quirky small town homicide thing. No, it's not. Thing. <laughs> and I think the, the pilot is so kinetic and it um, sets up the rest of the show. So great. I just love that show so much. Uh, number three is Arrested Development. Yeah. Um, I'm sitting in the middle of you two thing like I agree with Shane because it um, works better as a whole series but I think the pilot because it's funny thing is I bought all three seasons because there was only three seasons when I bought them all on DVD Same. at JB Hi-Fi and watched them and started, started binging watching them like as soon as I got home and I haven't even seen it before and that's how I watched it and I yeah, was no, like I, the pilot stood out to me I'm just I like, was literally the exact same yeah I, I bought it in a box set did you get in the uh, sardines tin box I set? think so yeah, yeah. it's just yeah ah. sardines <laughs> I didn't get the joke wait it's just the it, it, yeah because yeah so it's, yeah. the packaging was sardines and you open up and they're all like standing tight together and uh, yeah okay yeah um number two is the good wife because yeah. uh, oh god i watched it recently so i'm kind of biased but it was so great and we talked about the opening scene just before but oh my yeah. god and all the characters and what's great is that i would recommend when if you're binging it you'll be fine but perhaps when you're getting towards the end rewatch the first one because it had been so long since i saw the first one to the finale there were things in the finale that i didn't get that are very uh, clear like loop yeah, references yeah, to the first one yeah it always happens and number one is veep because yes, because I think uh, this is on a run still, but I think the entire show is set up in this dumpster fire of a day for her as it happens, and then yeah. it keeps getting worse and worse and worse, and they're all the terrible. Plastics, so the, the spoons and the spoons and like the the races um, in the speech and everything, just like yeah. you gotta go to the office and steal this thing for me. It's just ah oh, perfect. Um, and then my top five is number five, the good place. Yeah, I think the uh, fucking setup is so. Appealing, interesting. I love Tan Danson. I love Kristen Bell. I think um, I love all the characters. Um, I was immediately hooked. Cool. Uh, number four is Sherlock. Um, like like you mentioned before yeah, as well. A study in pink. Yeah, study in pink. And I I didn't really when I started watching. I was like I'm like wow this is long. This is like yeah. real long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nearly feature length. And I was like ah oh, every episode is like directed that. by uh, Paul McGuigan. Who is actually he did the pilot for Scandal as well. He has a very he's a very distinct visual storyteller, so I really like that he when he directs a pilot, yeah. I'm like, yes, I'm there. And also, yeah, I love Martin Freeman as Watson. Like yeah. absolutely love him. And yeah, and I really like the first two seasons and then Moffat fucked it up. Yes, he did. Moffat as Moffat does. always does. As, 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 as. Uh number three is always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh the yeah. The gang gets racist. The gang gets <laughs> racist. Because that if not anything sets up the characters the hook the premise of like what's going on in the show and exactly what every episode is going to be exactly. like we're still working through that one and then and just... re-examining that like now like, like watching the newer seasons and then going back to that is so hilarious and like eye-opening it's so yeah. good uh number two is breaking bad because of course they're like just come on man that's just i feel like i need to give that yeah. show another go i need to go from beginning to end again mm, but, like, it's yeah. what i did back in 2013 i binge watched all of it time. But, um, until the last season and I watched the last season each week and I was just oh, like, yeah. this is like 
giving me stress and anxiety. <laughs> and I also say in in time with Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, the pilot as well, I think is a really great pilot in, in terms okay. of setup. And um, I think Vince, uh, I haven't seen the rest of the series yet, but I'm hearing really good things. So I want to revisit that. And then my number one is Hannibal because ah yes, I love, I'm sure if I watch the show, it would. It's be a my very one visually well. arresting pilot. Yeah, and Brian Fuller. The weird is, like windscreen wiper thing that happens. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing where I was like, I like it, but it also looked like windscreen wipers. And I love the, the visual motif of how he visualizes murder and getting into this um psycho's head. Isn't that how he does it with like the, it's like that? that yeah, it literally like across. scrubs yeah. through and it scrubs up the bodies and stuff. Yeah, and, like, it's yeah, it's yeah. just perfect. Um, just oh man. That's good. Yeah, I do it's, need it's to. Good. There's another one of those shows I it's need real. to. Do. Yeah, and I'm surprised and you haven't checked it out. Look, I'll get there. It's, it's on Stan. They, they, All of it. They stopped it before Silence of the Lambs. And yeah, because he didn't have the rights anyway. Oh, does uh? He, he's wait, got them now. Them? He's got them now, but oh, he didn't cool. at the time he was There's making the show. That he might be. They didn't ooh. have the rights to back. Yeah, they might do a season four with. Silence of the Lambs. Because, yeah, I know they did technically the Hannibal storyline before Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know, re- recut it and stuff, but, you know. Fucking Dino De Laurentiis. I know <laughs> anyway. technically that's not his fault, but anyway. it is. Anyway, yeah. that's a that's really good place to end it. And if you haven't seen any of those pilots, check them out. And you can find like 17th Precinct is found online somewhere, like probably on YouTube or something. It's really I've got it good. on my hard drive if anyone really wants to just give me a. Checking out. And check out our one. pilot, the best you never heard of. <laughs> Oh, uh, yes, the pilot of our show, yes. And then listen to all episodes, please, no. Oh, that yeah. should have been our number one. You, you know what can be considered a pilot it's to not, a great no, series? not a pilot. Red Cut in Hell <laughs> with its series, it's Blue a- Cut in Hell. And I, what, what would happen after? I know on Second Take Podcast, also on this wonderful network, uh, they, they pitched <laughs> an idea for a sequel. Sequel starring where, Wendy. Wendy, yeah. Um, but yeah, Red Curtain Hell, Shane's feature film. You can find it on Vimeo On Demand. That's vimeo.com slash on demand slash Red Curtain Hell. Use the code PitcherRangers to get 20% off of your purchase or rental. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And if you have any pilots that you like, let us know. Contact us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Picture Rangers. And you can find me on Twitter at Shane M underscore Anderson. You can find me on Twitter at that Sundance Katie or Caps and at Letterbox at Joshua Grieg and send us your questions on all our social media. We really like questions. Yeah, uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Chancellor. Uh, that's at the C H A R N S T A R. I forget my name's weird sometimes, so that's how you spell it. Char- I remember when Char- 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 I saw you do it yesterday when people like trying to pronounce the name like Char Char. Like they just trying to get it into their mouths. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I love it when people try to get me in their mouths. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. We have been the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers, and we'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye. You know, it's a great pilot, Becca. <laughs>